0: Are you a woman in the middle? You're in the right place. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and you are listening to the Women in the Middle podcast, episode number 25. Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, so glad you're here for this week's episode, which is all about something that's happening right here, right now. It's something that you can't do anything about. It's something that affects people in different ways. What I'm talking about is, my friends, it's the weather. (laughs) It's the weather. Well, it's more really than the weather. It's the winter weather. I'm talking about cold, snowy, winter weather. And the reason I'm talking about it is because I'm grouchy about it. That's the topic. How to be less grouchy in the winter and what you can do about it. But before we go there... I just have to share another winner of a free hour of coaching. As you may recall, winners are drawn from those of you amazing women in the middle out there who have gone into iTunes and left me a review, a review about this podcast. This week's winner left her review on November 29th and goes by Angela MK1. She writes, A great podcast. Susie is a wonderful speaker and so easy to listen to. Her examples are relevant and inspiring, and deal with just the things us women in the middle are experiencing. Angela, thank you so much. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the time it took you to leave me this review. Please email me a quick note at susie at womeninthemiddlepodcast.com to get your scheduling link for your free hour of coaching. Guys, I'm, I'm just so grateful for all of you, and I really hope that I'm putting a smile on your face as you listen to this podcast. I know in my heart of hearts that we really do need a bit of help to focus on loving our lives after 50. We have more choices than we think, right? But we just need a little bit more support to get clear on it. All right, here we go. My question for you is, are you the type of person who loves to experience all of the seasons? Or are you perfectly content living without the extremes, like a cold, snowy winter. I have a proven track record of being grouchy about the winter, and I have to say I'm not proud of it. I don't think it looks good on me. (laughs) It just doesn't. In fact, I'm not the type of person who complains a lot. I tend to be a glass-is-half-full type of gal. However, when it's winter and it's freezing, I'm a different person, complaining about it regularly, whining about it, not doing things because of it. This is not the kind of woman in the middle I want to be. I don't know about you guys, but I find myself talking about the weather all the time. Like a good Canadian, I might add, it turns out that it's really a thing that Canadians talk about weather a lot. I know I've mentioned this before, but I'm a dual citizen originally from the Philadelphia area, and I am positive we did not talk about the weather as much there as we do here. I was curious about this phenomenon, so I looked it up. General consensus is that Canadians do indeed talk about the weather a lot, and it seems to be because of the temperature extremes. Temperatures can vary across the country in seasons from 40 Celsius to minus 50 Celsius. So that is about 104 degrees Fahrenheit to minus 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Canada is a really large, geographically diverse country. And like I like to say, nobody lives here. (laughs) It's a huge country and a small population. Anyway, the other thing that's common up here. And I know we're not really up here, but, you know, I don't know. I guess because my orientation is from Philadelphia, I say up here. The other thing that's common here is that we glorify winter, like, you know, in songs or stories. And we do this while we're complaining about it. It's like a badge. Weather is also a relatively safe topic. It's easy. Anyone can talk about the weather. It's not like sex or drugs or politics. You don't know what will happen when you talk about that kind of thing. Anyway, you get it. So weather can be a big deal, especially in the winter. But I'm talking about more than just talking about the weather. I'm talking about being a full-blown negative Nelly about it. (laughs) A total grouch. And the thing is that winter goes on for months. It's not a bad storm. It's not a big snowstorm. It's not even a cold snap. It's a whole freaking season. It's a good five months of crappy weather. That's crappy weather, the way I define it cold. (laughs) So, the thing that really bums me out is that it gets dark early, too. So, on top of everything else, it gets dark early. And I just really can't stand it. And I'm really not talking about something that, like the seasonal affective disorder, either which many think is more about like moodiness or sadness related to winter. Some people think it's a lack of daylight. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just being grouchy. And now that I'm a life coach, I'm extremely aware of how my thinking is making me feel. And I don't like it. Kind of embarrassing, actually. (laughs) but I know that I can share honestly with you guys. And I have a feeling that many of you women in the middle out there are feeling my pain. If you're not in Florida or Hawaii, that is. (laughs) The thing is that I know that my thoughts are creating my feelings. I own that. I'm creating this grouchiness for myself. I'm choosing to think thoughts like this. I hate winter. I need another plan when I retire. Winter sucks. And when I think these thoughts, I feel grouchy. I feel a little sad. I just feel down, not depressed, just bummed out and negative. The other thing I notice about this sort of thinking is that I'm not in the present moment. I find myself looking ahead to when it will be nice again, when winter will be over, and when I can think about gardening and the warmth of the sun and being outside and wearing my skorts. I live in skorts in the summer. (laughs) ah, it's just like wishing your life away. It's just really not a good way to be. And I'm onto myself though. And I know that this is not the way I want to live. I don't want to be a grouchy person yet. This thinking is creating my results. It's like I'm forcing myself to be somebody I don't want to be, but I don't need to do that. And you don't need to do that. Right? You know what? It's okay too because there's a big upside to believing something that you don't yet believe because you know it's more useful to you. So you can see that you're grouchy and you can identify that that's not the way you want to be so you can do something about it. The trick is knowing how to get there. So when you identify a thought that's not working well for you, your awareness is the first step to really empowering yourself to feel how you want to feel. That's where I'm at with this whole topic now. But it takes practice. I catch myself being a grouch. I catch myself saying things like I hate winter, like they just flow out of my mouth because I've practiced saying them so often. But now I know I have a choice. And if I want to continue feeling grouchy and negative for the whole winter season, I know exactly what to think. And you do too. If not, I know that I have the awareness to create a different experience for myself if I want to. So good to know, right? You're in the same boat, my friends. How are you feeling these days? Are you a Krabby Patty too? That's what I used to call my Spongebob loving son when he was negative, when he was younger. He hated it, but he always smiled. It was like a guaranteed way to break some tension. He couldn't keep a straight face or an angry face when I was calling him Krabby Patty. I remember something a friend once told me about skiing. So skiing is one of those things where I just didn't even imagine that I would ever be doing it comfortably. First of all, it's in the winter. (laughs) It's in the cold. And second of all, it's fast. And thirdly, I got hurt once when I was um, in high school. Anyway, I remember something that this friend told me about skiing because her family, they were regular skiers. They loved to go on ski vacations, not just going skiing for the day or the weekend. They would like really go on big vacations. And at the time, I was a beginner skier. In my family, I have a husband and kids who were avid skiers. And I felt like I was pushing myself to ski so I wouldn't feel left out of uh, family activity. I didn't want to be, you know, that mom, that dorky mom who is just on the sidelines and doesn't have any skills. (laughs) I had this idea, if they're doing the activity, I'm doing the activity. That same thinking is what got me stuck on a zip line in Costa Rica one mile up and I had to be rescued. (laughs) But I digress. Let's get back to dorky mom on the sidelines. So I became an intermediate skier and I felt confident on intermediate slopes. I still didn't love it. For sure, I didn't love it. I was very tense. But at least I could do it. I could participate. So this friend of mine told me how much she loved to look at the trees when she was on the chairlift. I wondered to myself, trees? (laughs) What trees? What's so funny is I barely noticed the trees because I was too focused on my anticipatory fear of getting off the stupid chairlift. I was holding on for dear life. I was stressing about sliding off at the wrong Time, like if I didn't time it just right, I would slide off and like fall and end up crunched in the snow. Uh, I just wanted to stay vertical. I wanted to get off beautiful without a scene and just stay vertical. Anyway, she told me how much she loved to get one of those special, delicious hot chocolates at the base of the ski hill from the bar at the lodge during a little break from skiing a hot chocolate peppermint schnapps concoction. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, I never even thought about doing that. I think I had a flashback, you know, when your mom bundles you up when you're a kid and, and you get all bundled up and sent out for a couple of hours to go sledding or tobogganing. You wouldn't dare come home and say you had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like once you were bundled up, that was it. I guess that's what I was thinking, that once I'm there for skiing, you just ski. It didn't occur to me to look at trees or go get a special hot chocolate (laughs) for a little break. I just never thought about doing that. Anyway, then I got an even bigger surprise. This extremely wise girlfriend showed me a photo of a lounge chair on a deck somewhere at this ski lodge. I was just floored. I thought to myself, you mean you're lounging out in the sun on a deck rather than skiing? And until I saw this picture, I didn't understand that you could actually relax on a ski vacation. (laughs) You could relax. Just because there was skiing involved didn't mean that you couldn't relax. This little conversation just blew my mind. Her perspective about skiing and ski vacations was completely different than mine. And I liked her so much better. And it was soon after that conversation that I got the idea to send my family off to the ski hills while I ordered up a massage in my room. (laughs) Funny, all of a sudden I grew to love skiing. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, so what about you guys? Are you grouchy about the cold winter weather? As a woman in the middle, I have to say that I find myself also starting to think about what type of retirement situation I might enjoy. I for sure don't want to live through a cold winter every year. Maybe I only need a little vacation in the middle. Or maybe I do need to go away for a couple of months. I don't know if I need to go for a whole season and become a snowbird. Like it's still a while off. I can't even imagine doing this. But the thoughts have started to pop into my mind that I do have choice. You know, at our age and stage, you do have more choice and flexibility. And it is starting to occur to me that I really don't love it. I I really don't love it. And I don't think I want to be here. All winter, all the time, going forward, someday in the future. We have choices. So, I also see, though, that I do have to change my perspective about winter or I'm doomed. I'm doomed to early darkness outside and inside. That might be poetic, but it's not what I want. I don't want to be a grouchaholic. I just don't. So, it's just really not my nature. I live in Toronto, after all, and like I said, there are usually four to five months that aren't great, according to my definition of great. I'm sure there are ways to think about this time of year that won't make me so miserable. I know it, actually. (laughs) I don't even think it. I know it. My simple thought is, the one that just pops out, that just flows out of my brain, is I hate winter. I know that that little thought that just looks like a, you know, a little statement that's not really the, like an innocent little statement. I'm just stating the news. I hate winter. I know it's doing a number on my mood. And I know as listeners to the Women in the Middle podcast and as students of mindfulness, you guys have started also to become aware of thinking that is creating feelings that are unintentional. Like if you don't want to feel that way, you don't have to because you, now you know how that's working. Your thoughts are creating your feelings. And at times like this, I could totally see that the thought I'm thinking is creating my feelings, and I don't want to be a grouch, so I know there's a problem. Like I always tell my clients, it's, it's like that old 70s sitcom, I Dream of Genie. Once that genie's out of the bottle, <laughs> you can't go back. And awareness of your thoughts creating your feelings is like that. I definitely have the awareness about my thoughts. Now I see them there, they don't just pop out of my, well, they may just pop out of my mouth, but I catch myself, I catch myself going, whoa, I see that thought and I know what that thought does. You know what that thought does and you know what that thought can do to your mood. And if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you do too. Your thoughts create your feelings. So let's get to work. Here are four solid steps to be less grouchy, about anything. Definitely about the winter, but also about other things. But I will talk about this example. Step one, ask yourself how you want to feel. It's as simple as that. You need to think carefully about things like this. How do I want to feel? You got to come up with something that's intentional, but authentic. It can't just be sunshine and lollipops and roses and sprinkles and daisies. You might want to feel content, not necessarily happy. And I don't know about you, but that's pushing it for me. I can't go too happy, (laughs) at least not yet. But I do like the idea of feeling content. It's something more neutral than hate. I don't like even saying hate, right? But it's not quite as over the top as happy. So ask yourself, what would you have to think to feel content? If content isn't the feeling you're after, no problem. But nail it down. How do you want to feel? Okay, step two, make a list of some potential thoughts that create that feeling. Do some brainstorming for other ways to think about winter, for example. Here are some thoughts that I came up with on my brainstorming list. I love knowing that spring is around the corner because I love gardening. My kids love snow. And you know what? They really do. It's so genuine. They're just so happy. When it's, the forecast says snow or when they pick up a snowball or when it starts to snow, it's genuine. They really do like snow. All right, here's another one. My big dog, Nico the Noof loves cold weather and playing in the snow. Another thought. It's easy to see the hawks in my backyard ravine in the winter because there's no leaves on the trees. They're a big bird. You can see them. It's awesome. I love being a cozy homebody, and it's easy to do in the winter because there's no pressure to go outside. (laughs) How's that one? (laughs) Here's one I learned while skiing. When you have the right clothes, winter can be tolerable. Now, notice I didn't say fun. That is a stretch for me. But one time we were skiing, and it was a blizzard. I had goggles. I had all of the right equipment. And I remember I did have the thought, it didn't stay in my head long, but I did have the thought, wow, I can't believe I'm outside in this weather and I'm okay. Anyway, that's it. Brainstorm your potential thoughts. Now, step three, identify the thought that works best to create the feeling you want to feel. So in my case, I think the thought that's authentically easiest for me, the one that creates the feeling of content is, drum roll please, is my dog loves cold weather and snow. This thought is super easy for me to think. And this is so interesting to me because I genuinely love making my dog happy and providing a great life for him. Nico is a big, slobbery, landseer, Newfoundland, and the heat of the summer can be so hard on him unless he's in a lake. If he's in a lake, he's happy. But the hot weather is challenging for him. Even inside, like we have a very cold house. We we like the air conditioner in the summer. And even then he's always finding, he's always lying down on the tile. We even had to get a big fan for him. He can't take the heat, but he loves the cold. And yesterday i uh, we have a dog run down the side of the yard that opens into the back. And I just opened the side door to look and see where he was because he was in the fenced in yard. And He was just laying at the end of the run on a pile of snow, just looking around, hanging out, chilling. (laughs) It was just so cool. And I'm not intending all these puns. It was just so cool to just see him so comfortable. It was freezing yesterday. I don't know what horrible temperature it was, but it was quite cold, legitimately cold. (laughs) Anyway, I have no trouble thinking the thought About him enjoying the cold. He loves romping in it. He loves lying down in it. He just loves hanging out. And, you know, I and other members of my family, we just love spoiling him. We love spoiling our baby. Now, he's not a baby, he's four, but we think of him as our baby boy. (laughs) I'm going to do another podcast on that topic. Anyway, he loves snow. He loves walking in it. I don't have to get him those little booties for little dogs who can't take it. He loves tossing his toys around in the snow. He's just a joy to watch having fun outside in the cold weather. So good, right? I wish I could show you a picture of how cute he is. (laughs) Imagine Clifford the Big Red Dog, only black and white, and that's him. Okay, I digress a little bit. I could just go on and on about Nico. He is fascinating and a lot of fun. Now, step four, practice thinking this thought, the thought you've come up with out of your brainstorming list, practice thinking the thought intentionally on purpose. So once you identify the winning thought that will create the feeling you want, you need to do what you can to make sure that you remember to think it. For me, Awareness is half the battle. Remember, I love Jeannie, and I know most of us have this, look, there's a squirrel problem where we easily get distracted. So you have to really think about how am I going to remember this? What can I do to help me? You have to ask yourself, what can I do to help me remember? To think a thought. For many people, it's a sticky. Some people put reminders in their phone, some kind of a visual cue, some kind of a mantra or some things that you review in the morning, whatever it is, you really do have to think about how you're gonna remind yourself to think certain thoughts. Okay, so once you have this awareness and you know exactly what you need to do, the onus is on you to do it, unless you wanna be grouchy. So now that you know the thought that will actually help you, you have to remind yourself to think it and you just have to be on top of yourself to do it. And that's that. Okay, so there you have it, four solid steps to help you be less grouchy about winter, and less grouchy about anything you want, or to change your thoughts about any feeling that you don't want. So what's bothering you guys these days? How are your winter thoughts? How are your thoughts in general? Like I said, these strategies are easily transferable for managing your mind in many situations. So if you notice that you're feeling something that you don't want to feel, and often you will sense the feeling first. If you notice that you're feeling something that you don't want to feel, remember that you have the power to change things if you want That's it, my friends. So thanks so much for listening. That's it for this episode. So remember, as women in the middle, you know that life is really too short to feel grouchy over something like the weather. I also want to remind you about this cool contest that I kicked off a couple of weeks ago called 50 Unplugged. If you're turning 50 in 2018, visit www.suzyrosenstein.com 50 Unplugged contest for your chance to win some amazing prizes, including a guest spot on this podcast and some free coaching from yours truly. Make sure to share this link with some women in the middle that you know who are also turning 50 this year so they can get in on the action so thanks so much for listening everybody and we will talk soon thanks for listening to this episode of women in the middle if you liked what you heard and want more head over to women in the middle guide to download a free actionable guide that will help you break out of your midlife funk and start living the life you want